Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi-ho, hi-ho, after hi-ho I go. <laughs> I tried to do that with a straight face. Uh, hello and welcome to the Syrupcast. If you're tuning in to the Syrupcast for the first time, it's a podcast by Mobile Syrup, Canada's largest independent tech website, in which we look back at the week that was in Canadian telecom and tech news. This is episode 168. We're recording it on Thursday, May 3rd, 2018. This week, I'm joined by Mobile Syrup Managing Editor, uh, Virtue Flag Waver, uh, That's me. <laughs> first, first chronological GamerGate story award winner. We'll have more on that story at the end when oh, yeah. we get to shoutouts. Uh, and of course, we have uh, our telecom and news editor, Rose Bihar. Rose. Hey. So first of all, I loved how hesitant you were about that rhyme. And I have to admit that it was mine and that I forced you to say it. Uh, and also, I just, I think that Pat needs to stop virtualing. Uh, vir- signaling is his virtue yeah, all the time. I can't help We're it. not virtualing his signal. Yes. I have comical amounts of weight guilt. <laughs> <laughs> there are way too many inside jokes. No one's yeah. going to get any of Don't it. Don't worry, so. we'll explain them all. Um, but first, the news rose this week. Uh, the G7, finally, after many teases, Leaks, far too many teasers, one might say. It has the brightest screen. It has the lo- loudest speakers. It, uh, it has AI. What doesn't it have, LG? But you finally got to go hands-on with it. You shared your thoughts. Um, do you want to can- kind of give us the Coles notes? Absolutely. And first of all, first thing you have to know is that it's the G7. Thank you. Thank you. That's think. important. Yeah. <laughs> um, although I think a lot of people have dropped that, that uh, title. But basically what they were aiming to do with the the title thank you Mm -hmm. is reinforce how this phone is about ai Mm -hmm. and the the primary way that it's about ai is through its camera uh when you open up the camera app and you put ai mode on it will try and discover what the sensors are looking at Mm -hmm. um and then go to the right mode for that particular thing so if Mm -hmm. it's a pet then it will go to pet mode or it's food it will go to Mm -hmm. food mode uh, which, for instance, for food would be like bumping up the vibrancy of the colors and stuff like that. So you don't look like Martha Stewart where you have these <laughs> disgusting food pictures. Um, quick what? diss to <laughs> Martha Stewart. If you haven't looked it up, it's absolutely amazing. Her Twitter is full of just these really high-end meals that look really gross in a nutshell. I'm going to look at that right now. <laughs> quick tip to all the power, the internet power users out there. If you haven't seen that, you're not power using the internet. Also, if you're an Instagram uh a food Instagram influencer. <laughs> Don't uh, look to Martha Stewart for uh, inspiration. Apparently, she's the old guard. Yeah, okay, the old guard. Um, so that's that's mainly where their AI is coming in, but also they have a dedicated AI button on mm-hmm. the phone that launches Google Assistant, which mm-hmm. is really nice um, when you look at the comparison of Samsung, which had a 
Bixby button, which was their mm-hmm. own kind Never of... Never heard of Bixby. Right? Mm-hmm. The AI that, you know, it, it, that can't, essentially. Mm-hmm. It, <laughs> <laughs> well said. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not at the level that Google Assistant is. And there's a recent study showing that Google Assistant can take on the most questions of any of the current AIs out there, even including mm-hmm. Amazon Alexa, which is probably closest. Mm-hmm. Um, there's exclusive, uh, like, Assistant commands too yeah aren't there? Mm-hmm. that's which is, right which what is kind of a them? first i think well they all re- mostly relate to the camera mm-hmm. so take a wide angle selfie things that would be particular to the the g series um mm-hmm. and of course you know wide angle cameras have long been uh something that that lg has focused on and mm-hmm. so it's related to different uh camera modes that they can go into and that sort of stuff anything that's particular to the phone they have Mm -hmm. several it's kind of like what bixby does right how it's like an internal Mm -hmm. voice activated assistant where you can launch different things on samsung devices you can do this directly with google assistant um on with with the g7 Mm -hmm. yeah so it's really the best of both worlds there and you can't remap the button to a different Mm -hmm. thing but you can disable it if you really don't like it on the right side or the left side it is on the left side Okay, so next to like the power button, I yeah. guess. Uh, next I think, to the volume marker, am the, I saying that right? I think that's where it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, a spokesperson for LG, because I was at the event with Rose, mm-hmm. also kind of hinted that eventually you might be able to remap it in exactly, the future. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so who knows? Yeah, he said a number of interesting things. He basically said in that pre-briefing mm-hmm. that. Uh, LG was really ahead of the curve on AI. They could have been able to do any of this stuff earlier, but they thought that consumers weren't ready for it. (laughs) So that was the way that they were positioning it. Um, Who knows whether, you know, how accurate that is. But of course, like you mentioned, Mm -hmm. it's not that difficult to do this AI feature for the camera. In Mm -hmm. fact, most recent DSLRs or in the last 10 years or so have... Mm -hmm. Uh, a database of yeah. of images that they base uh, that they base settings off of. Yeah. So I I think for me like what I find uh, not necessarily problematic, but I, what I think uh, as a consumer you should be wary of is like AI is a very kind of popular marketing term at this mm-hmm. point, and I don't think necessarily what the G seven Thank You is doing is AI uh, in the sense that like this is something it what most companies call AI, I would say is just really an, an advanced algorithm, right? Um, uh, in the sense that, granted, what Google is doing, I think, is on the cutting edge of AI, but it's not like we're talking about, like, this, you know, um, this algorithm has awareness in any kind of traditional sense of the word, right? Like, where we think of artificial intelligence, like, um, and this is something, like, if you want to read about a, a bit more about it, Uh, you know, like really great scholars like Noam Chomsky have done like really great pieces on this, right? Um, This is not to say like, I think this feature doesn't add anything. (laughs) Obviously, it's great that like, oh, it looks at my dog or my cat. And it's like, well, let's, let's cute it, like make it cuter, right? Um, I think those are all great features. Just like with any phone, I think, you know, like, it's important to kind of separate the marketing from the actual technology, right? Um, And, you know, that said, I think, both your impressions of this phone was that it's very capable, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I know that it's not like questioning the nature of its own reality yet. (laughs) (laughs) But you only hope. (laughs) Yeah. Why am I called the thing to you? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Why did you name me that? Yeah. Um, But it is, you know, that is machine learning. So Mm -hmm. 
Um, to some extent, I also think it's like, well, uh, a lot of people maybe could be using AI in a broader sense. I don't know. Mm-hmm. There is an argument to be made there. Whatever, but I agree. It's overhyped. It's like the know. definition of what AI is. It's like a right. broader... If you're just thinking yeah. that it's machine learning, then sure, then, mm-hmm. you know. Obviously, machine learning doesn't quite have that catch, right. like catchiness that, oh, it's like, it's AI. You know, <laughs> like, call the it a- the machine learning G7. Yeah. That's even, like, make what is already, like, a very cumbersome name even more cumbersome. I think that's what they'll do with their next phone. Um, it's interesting, though, like, taking a step back, like, so much was made of this rebranding or going into this rebranding, and it's like... You know, companies do it all the time. We might drop the G the G series name. We might not. Instead, we'll just add "thank you" and call <laughs> it a day. Uh, I'd love to like have been a fly on the wall at this meeting. Yeah, where they decided this. They didn't like, really talk about the name, did they? They, they didn't no? really. I mean, it yeah. it really seems like a compromise. It, oh, that, really? It, well, I mean, it feels like a compromise yeah. when you to the ear, like when yeah. you hear it, you're like, that can't have been anybody's first choice. <laughs> <laughs> So but, what you're saying is it's like how Doug Ford got elected the uh, the leader of the conservative party. He was everyone's second choice. Sorry. That's a That's how it works sometimes. Sometimes. That's how the cookie crumbles sometimes. If we can just circle back to our initial jokes about Pat. You know, he was accused of putting politics into his writing. I'm sorry for putting politics that's, into the podcast. That's what happens when you write about video games for <laughs> for 5 minutes. Yeah. We're just all a bunch of virtue signalers. Yes. Uh um, but yes, going back to the thank you. Right, big picture though. Is this the phone that kind of brings LG back into the fold? You know, like... Okay, well, it's a really interesting question. So I've read a lot of other people's hands-on reviews as mm-hmm. well. And of course you see on the more uh, uh, curmudgeonly Vlad Savov uh, okay. level, you see this is not good enough, but you mm-hmm. can't really compete unless you do something special and there's really nothing special about the G7, thank you. Mm-hmm. And I would agree, there's really nothing special about it. Mm-hmm. But I also like to look at things from the more consumer point of view. Mm-hmm. And in that respect, I can see it being really appealing to mm-hmm. a lot of consumers because, first of all, it has its it has little things, like it has its headphone jack still. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does have Google Assistant rather than going for a different route and having its own AI. Um, and those are both things that I think will be appealing to the more non-technical mm-hmm. consumer and, you know, maybe offer a really good alternative to the Samsung, the new Samsung flagships, which mm-hmm. are generally the go-to for Android buyers. Do we have pricing? Uh, we don't have Canadian pricing yet. that was my big thing, right? Yeah. Like... To me, this phone checks pretty much all the boxes. Mm-hmm. There's a few things like I was disappointed in the build quality. I thought it felt a little cheaper than mm-hmm. the G6 and Look, even the G5. Change the color of the of the uh, the, notch. Of notch. the notch. I actually thought that was kind of cool as like a pro notch person. Like oh, yeah. <laughs> I I do think it's dumb that the notch is there because it doesn't really serve a purpose other than to uh, kind of up the amount of screen real estate that mm-hmm. LG can brag about. Um, but, I, I mean, so it, it doesn't have an LED display. It has mm-hmm. an LCD display, which is a little disappointing, but understandable, given mm-hmm. the issues that LG had with the Pixel 2 XL. Mm-hmm. So and it I, looks I, good. It, it does look good, yeah, 100%. Yeah. So that was one thing that I was disappointed about, and then there's the build quality. Other than that, like, and I only spent 20 minutes with it or so, it seemed to check, like, all of the boxes. But you're right, and- that there's nothing... 
uh, I don't want to call it a gimmick, but there's there's nothing special about it, right? There's nothing that makes it stand out. I mean, I guess I should note, yeah, there's the Hi-Fi Quad DAC. Uh, for audiophiles, this is still a go-to phone. And mm-hmm. also they have boombox speakers, or uh, that's their name for it, this year, which uh, is using the resonance chamber of the phone to amplify mm-hmm. the sound. And when we listened, we were like, okay, this is really loud, like way louder than, really loud. than you can listen <laughs> it sounded to like crap, music. But it was loud. <laughs> It didn't sound great. Yeah. What you're saying to me is the next time on I'm on the subway, this will be the phone of choice of people who like to listen to their music without headphones. Despacito. Yeah, they'll be playing. You're going to hear that out loud through the boombox speakers. Yeah, yeah no, those, those are the external speakers. So again, it's kind of like something that I think real world consumers will like. Mm clearly tech writers are not going to like that feature because we all have our different Bluetooth accessories and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But for the 13-year-old kid who's at the mall and wants to blast Despacito as loud as they possibly can. I think even like the average person probably doesn't have a Bluetooth speaker too, Mm -hmm. right? They listen to stuff on their phone. Like I know people that listen to music in their car from their phone, right? So I can see it. It doesn't appeal to me. um, And I think it's silly, but I could definitely see it working for the average person yeah it's interesting i saw like an article on engadget this morning where it was like um it's like we put the notch because people like it it's like totally they played it really safe with this phone yeah and they didn't play towards you know uh tech reviewers they played (laughs) towards the public consumer which you know and you can turn the notch off right like Mm -hmm. if you're if you really hate the look of the notch that that badly and and screen real estate isn't a big thing for you you can just turn it off Mm mm-hmm and of course, like they have the V series for their exper- experimental stuff. That's what they were saying during the pre-briefing as well. Um, just that the V series is for conceptual. The G series is where they're going to try and hone it and make it as smooth and seamless ex- an experience oh, as possible. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. They really sort of explicitly stated that and then also stated that they would probably look at uh, bendable, ro- rollable phones with their v-series first so maybe that's an indication that that's coming soon with the v-series uh which would be you'll have to tune in next week when i publish my review with ken hong uh, where <laughs> yeah. he says he's like no we're not doing bendable oh, displays oh, wow okay. <laughs> in terms in terms of the body of the phone did we confirm that it was stainless like a stainless steel rim around uh, the oh, sides, aluminum right? siding aluminum siding gorilla glass back for wireless charging but so when i was touching the gorilla glass back it felt like plastic mm-hmm. like i thought that they went to an all plastic <laughs> design so i don't know mm-hmm. i mean i mean i'm interested <laughs> to get my hands on it again to see if that's changed or mm-hmm. to see if my impressions of it will change but it felt like a plastic phone like something from four or five yeah. years ago when i had it in my hand so obviously i'm putting you on the spot patrick but would you if like someone the gun to your hand head was like should i buy the s9 or the g7 thank you calling it by its full name <laughs> what would you say depends on the price yeah. right so the s9 is a great phone but it's also very pricey mm-hmm. i'd say the same thing about the pixel 2 xl mm-hmm. great phone very pricey if lg can bring this phone to canada at a competitive price tag i don't know something in the like 750 dollar range yeah I that think- would be really really appealing i think probably 900 is closer right that's what it's probably going to be right i'm I'm just saying what i would like to see totally totally yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i expect it to be like 900 bucks or something like that and then that's a tough sell right you can get um the s9 or uh like the note note 9 is going to launch somewhat soon too Mm -hmm. it's going to be an astronomical amount of money but 
Like you can get the S9, which is arguably a nicer looking phone with a better feature set, uh, subtracting the processor because the S9 would have last year's processor, whereas this has the the eight, 45. 45. They were in time this year to get the actual flagship uh, Snapdragon processor. I think it does actually. Yeah. So I was just looking up before someone yeah. tweets me. Yeah, so they both have the same processor. Yeah. Both have the 845. So right. then there's there's really no, it's no contest unless it comes down to price. Totally. Um, something I saw, Rose, something I saw David Ruddick uh, of Android Police tweeting the other day. Is Ooh, that D. Rhodes. D. Rhodes. Uh, he was like, I'm paraphrasing here, but he's like, in good conscience, I can't recommend something that isn't the iPhone, uh, a Samsung Galaxy phone or a Pixel, right? Oh my gosh. That's right. really interesting. Yeah. I mean, because I, we all obviously get a lot of requests for recommendations as well. Mm-hmm. And I do often end up just going to. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals. You can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The iPhone. I don't, I don't actually recommend Samsung phones. I go iPhone, yeah, I go Pixel, and, and that's it. Like mm-hmm. that, those are, you know, and if you're comfortable with Android, I would like you to go towards the Pixel. Yeah. Because I'm not really a, an iOS user, but if you're comfortable within iOS, I just, I usually don't recommend that you like leave it. Switch, yeah. yeah. Would you kind of agree with that sentiment, Pat? Um, I like Samsung's phones, right? Yeah. I, I don't have as much, maybe it's because I've reviewed a lot of them. I don't have as many issues with their sort of skin that they throw on top of Android mm-hmm. as, as uh, Rose probably does. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a little more used to it and I don't think it, that it's that different than from, from stock Android. Um, I typically like, if the person wants a high-end phone, right? I'm like, S9 or S9 Plus, depending on the size that you're interested in, mm-hmm. um, or the Pixel 2 XL. And mm-hmm. that's if you're in the Android space. Um, if you want an iPhone, I really like the iPhone 10. It's a lot of money. It's your favorite phone, yes, yes. Probably my favorite phone I've ever used, and it should be for the price tag that Apple's charging. Mm-hmm. Um, I always recommend the iPhone 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that said, like we're almost at the next cycle of mm-hmm. iPhones. So I would say wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. wait and see what comes out. Because all of those iPhone 10 features that are cool and interesting, they're going to trickle down to the rest of the the iPhone line, mm-hmm. um, and we're probably going to see that in September. Mm-hmm. Where does that kind of leave LG in a world where you know, even yes, this phone is safe, but I think overall it's a very good effort. Um, where you know people don't even bat a second eyelash; they'll just like skip over, they'll glaze over the. Uh, G7, thank you, and go straight to the S9, the Pixel, potentially, right? We actually, you know, like I kind of question whether the P- uh, Pixel is actually popular among consumers. I, I don't think know. it is at all. I don't think, I mean, yeah. it's still pretty niche. It's still yeah. very niche. And Rose Rose and I did that story where we sort of weighed the issues with the display, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I think I would still recommend that phone to people because I don't think that that particular display issue um is going to matter to every person. So mm-hmm. many phones get screen burn in. Yeah. It's actually ridiculous it's more common that we focus yeah, so much on that. Yeah. I, I would, like, of the two, I would actually recommend to people get just the regular Pixel, right? I, uh, that's what If I you don't mind the, like, oh, bezels for days. I hate bezels, so I can <laughs> never do that. Yeah. I can never do it. 
Um, so yeah, going back to the question, sorry. Um, you know, what is it going to take for LG to get noticed? Uh, I'm rollable, bendable. No, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's, uh, yeah. to get the attention, uh, the level of attention that Samsung gets, mm -hmm. um, it would be very hard to pull something out of the bag there. I think what they're trying to do here is just to, to build up, uh, loyalty users with mm -hmm. good quality, solid devices. And I hope that it is at a price that will entice more people who are less dedicated to the Samsung brand to, to switch over. That would be, I think, the best hope that they can, best yeah. that they can do right Samsung now. Samsung is Android, right? Like yeah. For so many people, if they want to get an Android phone, you hear people that use an iPhone, they're frustrated with it, they want to switch to an Android device. They think that Samsung is Android, right? Like the Pixel, LG, Huawei, all these other companies don't even exist. They're not on the radar for the average consumer. Yeah, I'm glad so, you mentioned Huawei because I think, mm. you know, the U.S. government clearly just through uh not by you know um by any uh, it didn't do this directly but it kind of threw lg a bone in the sense that you know it's not going to have to compete against huawei That's anymore true. it's not gonna likely sorry uh, i right. should say like um but you know with just how this administration looks and the way things have been going, it's unlikely that Huawei is going to be able to sell its phones in the U.S., right? Like, Yeah, and uh, the, the P20 and the P20 Pro made a big splash. Like, right. as hard as it is to make a splash in Android, they did with that yeah. device. And I, I think they're going to be pretty competitively priced. Right. Which so, is going to sort of change things a little bit. Right. And, you know, what I spoke to when I spoke to Ken, uh, who's kind of the head of uh, PR for LG, uh, he was saying, like, you know, we're still number three in the U.S., right, behind, obviously, Samsung and Apple. And, you know, if this kind of, you know, helps them, like, because they can't compete against the Chinese brands on price just because, you know, that's the wheelhouse of the yeah, Chinese brands. So this kind of helps them. And it'll be interesting to see, also how this unfold, this kind of Huawei situation unfolds in Canada, right? Like um, there's so much investment in Canada by Huawei in an infrastructure that it's hard to see the Canadian government kind of turn its back on all of that. Um, but yeah, then you, you got to understand uh, on the flip side, you got to feel like there's probably pressure also from mm -hmm. the, the United States um, and probably other uh, countries in the world, you know, to kind of maybe go European countries haven't done anything yeah, related they to probably, Huawei, they though, probably right? won't, right? Like, that's always my thing that I come back to, right? That's why I feel like the whole Huawei situation is a bit of a political I, play well, to an I, extent. I believe the UK did Did they something. do something? Yeah. No, mm -hmm. sorry. Uh, it's my bad. The UK uh, expressed support for Huawei they did. explicitly. Okay. Okay. But that was my thing, right? Like, yeah. if all these other superpowers in the world don't see a problem... Oh, oh I, totally. I, you know what I mean? I, mean? I feel like something... My take on it is sure spying because mm -hmm. everybody is spying now like yes also, I, that's I, the I best. Know. that should be a quote <laughs> yeah. my take on it is sure spying also you know the u.s government is probably spies more on its citizen 100%. than any other foreign <laughs> country but continue well what we're really looking at is protectionism u.s mm -hmm. protectionism because we're coming up on 5g 5g is a huge economic opportunity and in mm -hmm. fact if you miss out on it it will be a huge economic disadvantage for the mm -hmm. countries that aren't first um and unfortunately the u.s doesn't have those com uh, the many companies at home that are able to lead the 5g the revolution right? specifically and yeah. so we've got companies like huawei is leading in the field of field of 5g in the world mm -hmm. they're a chinese company uh, 
it makes sense that that the U.S. is trying to and under Trump is trying to like undermine. Yeah. I think people don't even realize that they're an infrastructure company as yeah. well as a smartphone manufacturer, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's not even yeah. on their radar. That's not something they consider. And mm-hmm. like Rose is one hundred percent right. That's what this entire thing is. Mm-hmm. Right on that note, I think this is a great time to transition to the shoutouts and start winding down, guys. What do you have this week? What's okay. on the Switch Minute, Pat? Yeah, I, I can do mine. <laughs> I, I have one prepared. Um, so I've been playing Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze for the mm-hmm. last couple of days. Mm-hmm. It's a re-release of a 2D platformer that came out for the Wii U back in 2014. Um, I didn't write about it back then. I was still working at Canada.com. I think I got one of my writers to do it up. I think they really liked it. I don't remember. I was trying to find it on the internet. Couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, it's it's made by um, Retro Studios. Yes. Retro Studios. Uh and it's incredibly hard, mm-hmm. which usually would indicate that I don't like the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've generally found it very fair. Like it's mm-hmm. it's difficult, but I don't feel like it's pulling any pulling any punches on me to to make things unfair over mm-hmm. the course of the experience. Um, and I like it. it. It's fascinating that a 2D platformer is timeless, right? Mm-hmm. Came out back in 2014. Playing it today in 2018 on the Switch, on the go, on the go train, um, and it's still a good game. Still enjoyable. DK, that's my shout out donkey kong um, that's that a good rap from mm-hmm. donkey kong 64 <laughs> yes my shout out goes to facebook they keep on making the news here um we've got the new uh dating feature that they're going to introduce and mm-hmm. i think that for me that's big i'm like in a committed relationship but kind of what i've been looking for is like a really good platform <laughs> 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 search around so See what's i think I'm, i'll be yeah. on the market soon boys yeah. Yeah. um no <laughs> also in the news was the fact that cambridge analytica is shutting down yeah. uh due to what they call a smear campaign by <laughs> media um were they course, subtweeting about it uh, i think they're probably done tweeting at this point they've probably given up the ghost there but yeah, obviously they were um, the the research and analysis uh, company that worked with different political campaigns that used kind of uh, ridiculous amounts of personal data, both, you know, consensually and non-consensually from Facebook mm-hmm. users. And um, and they're very, they're very, you know, in a sense you could be like, oh, well, it is too bad because there's probably a lot of other companies out there mm-hmm. doing what Cambridge Analytica does. So why just single them out? Mm-hmm. And sure, but Cambridge Analytica is a terrible company. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend that people look up on YouTube um, these sort of investigative reporting mm-hmm. done by, I believe it was the BBC, mm-hmm. where they um, hired a person to appear as somebody who oh, wanted to run that. a campaign yeah. mm-hmm. in, a, in another country. I can't remember where it was. And they basically got the higher ups these high ups at cambridge analytica to uh, admit that they were willing to do things like planting prostitutes with right. their yes, like I it was this. Yeah. despicable yeah so um so yeah good riddance to bad rubbish uh settle in readers this is a bit of a long one story time uh first segment story time with igor um yesterday i received an email and i'll just read it out the subject line is, wow, with a period. Uh, sorry, my phone just turned off. <clears throat> Do you, let me just bring up the phone. Sorry, readers. Do you actively encourage your, quote, journalists to create racist virtue signaling out of thin air? 
and to retort in such crass and classless fashion when criticized. Really, really bad form. You're giving Canadians a bad name by allowing someone to create and push identity politics in places where it doesn't belong. Journalism, especially game reviews, are supposed to be unbiased, objective, and present a balanced view of the material reviewed. They do not need to have personal beliefs and political views of the author pushed in them. Have a columnist section dedicated to that line of political thought instead of letting them not so co uh, covertly push ideal, uh, ideals where they don't belong. Um, you this know, I thought about <laughs> responding to this in email, but I thought it was just better to do this in the podcast. He found me on Twitter too. I just sent him uh, Maury Povich like right. memes and, and gifts all day. Yeah, this was all regarding Patrick. So Pat wrote a review of Far Cry Five. Far Cry Five, if you don't know, is a game by Ubisoft Montreal, and it's um, the gist of it is that like it's set in the rural Midwest, specifically Montana, in a fictional county called Hope County, I believe. Yep, that would be um, accurate. And a religious cult takes it over. So now, knowing that, this game has been widely criticized by everyone for not like engaging with the political subject matter of this um, of this game, right? What the game is based on. And uh, uh, this guy tweeted, This article by Patrick O'Rourke on Mobile Syrup is utterly disgusting by pushing identity politics and racism on the game because it didn't live up to their standards. I've written the editor-in-chief, but of course you won't hear anything from a liberal when you catch them. Uh, spoiler warning, Pat is the editor-in-chief, more or less. <laughs> Pretty um, I told him to email me. Yeah. He never did. He emailed you instead, <laughs> yeah. which is my favorite part. And then he like he like screenshotted a photo of you too. Yeah. Whoa, I wish I could find the tweet. So like, he told me to buckle up because <laughs> I was going to get fired or something. Yeah, like... It's great. Um, you know, like... Uh, not that this deserves like really my response or anyone's response at Mobile Sierra, but like, first of all, like, if a game or any piece of media doesn't engage with politics, that is a political choice. To not engage with the political is a political choice. You're kind of being, um, you're turning a blind eye to it, right? Like, if this game is set in the Midwest and a violent cult has taken over, there should be some kind of political, like, Something. That was it. all I was saying. That, that was, was it. And actually, as far as reviews go, Pat was like, he was like pretty tame on it. He had like one or two like um, sentences about this where he just said like... Literally hey, one sentence. Where it's like, <laughs> it's really strange that like no one's like, oh, you know, like a violent cult has taken over this part of America. Like there's not like the game doesn't even engage that surface level part of it. Uh, so secondly, like... You know, you misunderstand reviews if you think they're unbiased. Like, we all bring our, like, personal experience. The inherent purpose of a review. Right. Is like, you know, the only way Patrick can review this game is through the lens of his exper past experiences, right? So he's played other games. He, you know, he is who he is. And he is going to filter this game through that lens and tell you about it from that perspective, right? So, like... I'm sorry, there is no such thing as an unbiased review. Like, it all, whether you want to admit it or not, we bring all our biases. Like, we can try to separate some of them. But at the end of the day, we're still humans. We are political creatures, uh, as I believe Thomas Hobbes said. Um, and so, anyway, this is all, like, seemed like very low-level trolling. So the next time you try to troll, please 
do a better job of it and make it game. at least entertaining instead of whatever this was. <laughs> like, I, I like this though. I think we should have a, a segment occasionally about hate mail. I, if only we got more nuggets. of it. It's going to be focused on me all the time. Oh no, I have the <laughs> oh, most. No. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> all true. Right. So the next segment, uh, hate mail. We'll bring it. Oh, absolutely. On that note, um, if you have nice things to say, make sure to email us at podcast at mobilesyrup.com where I'm reading it, not Robin. Although I guess I should get just Robin to read it because everyone's just pitching Robin. So Robin, that's your new job. You'll have to read our podcast email. Um, if you'd like to hit up Mobile Syrup, you can do at Mobile Syrup, whether it's on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Where can people find you too? Oh, they can find me at Rose Bahar on Twitter. Yeah. You can find me at, at Patrick underscore O'Rourke on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Virtue signaling. Virtue signaling. Uh, <laughs> please be nice to each other. Um, not you two specifically, but I'm talking about the internet. <laughs> I can't promise. Uh, listeners, Rose is always to mean to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you uh, next week. Uh, next week, I'll be at IO. No, Robin is shaking her head. Catch you the week after or at some point. Um, have yourself a great weekend and we'll see you soon. 